0: Good morning roxy Soxy. good morning tam tam this you? is a
1: solo episode so i feel so chill and i'm eating chocolate <laughs>
0: <laughs> so jealous that chocolate looks delicious do you eat dark chocolate before you go to bed you know what i noticed when i was eating it right before bed it was harder for me to fall asleep so if i do have <laughs> chocolate i, eat it I think that's the tequila
1: <laughs> is it the tequila or is it the chocolate <laughs> you're like when i'm eating dark chocolate after I've had three martinis, I find it really hard oh, to yes. asleep. <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure? How's your Have you been better with your drinking? Yes. Or do I've you drink tired. for fun?
0: So like, I think for fun, so usually what happens is, okay, so like usually on the weekends when you're the most social, like mm. that's when I would be going out. So that's when I would be drinking more. So during the week, I use that as my, I use that as my recovery period. Mm. You see? Um, I use it as my recovery period and I try to not really drink during the week, but then Thursday hits, and I get an itch and I'm like, damn, is it the weekend yet?
1: I know it's weird. Cause I've been so what they call it. they call it sober, curious, mm-hmm.
0: so living a
1: cure, like curious, curiously living a sober life. And I probably since COVID have mm-hmm. had, I mean, you know, massive periods of not drinking like a year, seven months, three months. And like, I had to ask myself, why, why do I drink? Mm. And 90% of the time of why I drink or why I did drink or why I would go for a drink is to feel less anxious or to feel Mm. less socially uncomfortable Mm. or to like feel at peace for that moment, right? Right.
0: Mm-hmm. So what
1: alcohol does is it it, it ups your dopamine levels. Mm-hmm. So whenever you drink, more than likely, the first hour to two hours of you drinking, you feel pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you'll notice that what happens is your dopamine levels will drastically mm-hmm. lower to levels pre you drinking. So that's why people get into fights. That's why people get super emotional. That's why people feel depressed. That's why people feel anxious because your chemicals in your brain take a total nosedive. And so I'm just more like I'm living in this world where it's like, I I don't want to feel those feelings For Mm -hmm. for the one hour of happiness that I get. I get like a day and a half of feeling like crap. So I don't know if it's worth it for me anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that I've been a little bit like, we're seeing it a lot too. So we see it a lot on social media and there is something interesting about it because it's like, you do feel better. You know, you do feel less cloudy and you're clear mm. and your skin is clearer and you sleep better. And it's like, there definitely points to that. I think, okay, if I were going to do sober curious, I might do it in the colder months because when it's, I notice when it's warmer and like hot outside, like I want to grab like a Rose and like go sit Mm -hmm. on the patio. Like that's like a harder time. I think if I was going to do it to do it during that time here now, it's like colder and it's like people are drinking a lot more red wine, which I don't really partaken mm-hmm. because it makes me feel so bad the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like interesting though. I wonder if it's like a seasonal thing, like if it's like maybe easier to do at certain points of the year versus others.
1: I just like the more I've delved into alcohol in general, I'm just like, wait, we've made like, it's a poison. It's mm-hmm. a toxin. And the more like the cancer council just came out and said that it does have some correlation with certain types of cancers mm. that that's what they've said, not me. So don't kill the messenger. Mm. And I'm like, it's so interesting that we've made it okay to put this poison in our body mm-hmm. and like it's just readily available for everyone and it's in supermarkets. and I mean alcohol causes so many deaths, whether it's car accidents or mm-hmm. like, you know, so many reckless things that happen through alcohol. But I just think that it, it's quite a harmful
0: drug in many ways. It is. And I hate the fact that like, for example, marijuana, let's say that often gets called the gateway drug. And I do not believe that I think alcohol is the gateway drug, you know, it's like. That is the drug that continues on and makes you want to do other drugs. when you're on marijuana, you stop there, you get a pizza, you know, Mm -hmm. and you call it a day. Like, and I think that there are some, you know, um, medical benefits to marijuana as well. You know, I know like cancer patients, for example, a lot of times take marijuana to like ease pain and symptoms and things like that. So I think that there is something good about like marijuana in that sense, um, but I do think, yeah, I mean, alcohol somehow has had like this really great PR campaign for years and years and years and no yeah. one, know, you know, people are talking about it and have like the negative effects that can come from it. So it'll
1: be, you know, I drank a glass of wine a, a week ago and, um, I hadn't drank in a very long time and it was mm-hmm. the wrap of my movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to have half a glass of wine. And after three sips, I went from like feeling so elated that I finished a film to kind of feeling negative. Yeah. I felt kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas before I was euphoric. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was saying shit that just wasn't, I was just being goofy, which I guess, I guess is fine because I don't think anyone really noticed. But I, I could I was like watching myself even on half a glass of wine, watching myself being a different version that wasn't my authentic self. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not me. Like I'm not making stupid like sort of not rude comments, but sort of the words bolshie. I don't know if you know that word, but it's like kind of, it's not aggressive, but it's kind of intense comments to people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's just not who I am. And that's on half a glass of wine. So I can't even imagine what it's like if I had two or three, or if anyone else feels the same way I do. And they are like, mm-hmm. was that even me? You know, mm-hmm. like you finish the night out, you come home, you're like, I mean, that's what people say about alcohol. They get so much anxiety about what did I say? What did I do? Like, did I make a fool of myself? What are people going to think of me? Because you're not completely in control. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I had someone on set. It was like, yeah, when I drink, I drive all the time. And I'm like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. And I I got really angry about that because I'm a mom. And I think about like all the innocent people that, you know, have had lost people from people Mm -hmm. drinking and driving, but what's the measure? Because for me, I would say half a glass of wine, I'm not making good reactive decisions. So Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be allowed to drink on half a glass of wine, but my blood alcohol limit would have been completely fine. Mm -hmm. I didn't drive, Mm -hmm. but people can drive on that. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's true. Where is the limit? Because, and I think it affects like different people, different ways, right? Like a three or 250 pound guy That drinks the same amount as like a smaller woman, like it's going to be different. But legally, you know that whatever it is, point one six. I don't. I don't know the exact number. You're like, I know the exact. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? What is that? But that point, that number, like, is looks different on different people, right? So it's like should that be like, should there just be one standard number? Because I mean, it, it affects people in different ways. And there's such, I, I don't know if it's because of COVID,
1: but they're saying 40% of Americans don't drink anymore. Oh, <gasps> because really? they realized how much it affects their mental health because, uh-huh. and I think drinking for my anxiety is amazing when uh-huh. I'm drinking. Right. But after the fact, I feel so much worse and it takes days to feel better. So for that half a night, I lose three, three days, two and a half days of feeling good. So then I would like have this, my schedule would be like, don't drink until Friday, drink two glasses on Friday, two glasses on Saturday, feel like shit on Sunday, Mm -hmm. kind of feel like shit on Monday, get my, get back into my mental health positive regime on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I start drinking again. Mm -hmm like I have three days out of the entire week where I feel good
0: yeah it is you're right it's like a cycle it's like you only get you and why shouldn't you be living the whole week and having good days every day you know but it, it's interesting I think too I mean I guess some people are different like at different like social gatherings and things like that I mean I feel like I'm trying to think like if it's a work event, I'm probably like less inclined to drink just because mm-hmm. you're doing, you know, it's for work and like you've got other things going on. But if it's like maybe somebody's fun birthday party or like a concert or something, maybe it's a little harder not to drink, you know? And
1: this is not me judging people. I mean, yeah. I might be I might go back to drinking next month, who knows. But I always ask why. Mm-hmm. So like are people drinking because they need that release because it's the only time that they can feel free mm-hmm. or that they're so stressed that they need some type of vice to de-stress mm-hmm. like, or do they feel like they're drinking? So they don't have to really get down to the parts of themselves that they have to look at because it's so much easier to disassociate and to not look in the mirror when you're drinking. Cause mm-hmm. you just don't remember the pain. Yeah. But at some point, doesn't that come home to roost? Like at some point, isn't it like, okay, what am I masking? And like,
0: wh- like, what's the reason behind it? Yeah, good point. I think it could be like a mix of those. And I think too, like just our culture here, you know, like the drinking culture, like we never hear out socially. Like people are like, oh, a glass of wine or grab a beer or like whatever the you know, drink of choice is, I think it's so like rooted in our, especially in this country, it's been rooted so deeply in Australia is worse.
1: Australia is much worse. Is it? Oh yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, here, I feel like you can have two or three drinks and that's kind of, you're done. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a big binge drinking culture in Australia, Mm -hmm. um, where it's like lunchtime, people just get very, and I know it's still here too, but it Mm -hmm. feels less of the culture here. Um, Mm -hmm. Where I yeah, you know, it seems like you you kind of drink to get drunk, that's the point oh, it's no. not to like have a glass of wine, it's to get
0: drunk it's to get drunk,
1: um, but yeah, it's just been fascinating. I mean, we can change the subject, but it's just been fascinating yeah. to look at my life through clear eyes, and mm-hmm. I would say that there's a euphoria that I've gotten by not drinking mm-hmm. um because I'm not doing these dopamine, these dopamine dumps aren't happening to my brain. Like I'm not getting these rushes of dopamine dumps and then feeling depleted. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting like this trickle effect in, you know, I don't think I could have done this movie and finished this movie if I was drinking. Yeah. Cause I probably feel really depressed. I would have had like too much dopamine too fast.
0: Do you think you miss it? Like, would you miss it? Like if you were 21
1: days. So I, mm-hmm. so it Before 21 days, I go, oh, I'm stressed. I really need to drink. Mm -hmm. And that's only when, the only time I want to drink is when I feel anxious or stressed. Or if I'm going out, it's not that I'm socially anxious. It's it's not that I'm socially anxious. I'm anxious to be around people. It's that I don't want to panic or get nervous. So I drink, so I feel calm. Mm -hmm. And then I can like have proper conversations. But I notice that when I go sober, it mm-hmm. takes about 15 minutes of me feeling really uncomfortable and then I feel fine.
0: Okay. So it like kind of works itself out a little bit. Yeah. That's like, yeah. That's good. I mean, that's good, you know? So maybe it is a good thing to do Super curious,
1: you know? I mean, I had Phoenix's birthday party and mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. normally have a birthday party and I drink at her parties, right. like have two or three drinks. hmm always get in the car and I feel so exhausted afterwards like I'm so tired and I'm so emotionally spent because it's so such a big deal to get your kids birthday party together mm-hmm. so many people I feel worn out the next day I can't move and I didn't drink this time and I've I felt fine oh wow so you guys didn't serve alcohol at all we did okay. but we didn't drink it okay and not, a lot of people did. not a lot of people did the only couple had a few drinks yeah
0: huh do you think it's like uh like a geography thing like do you think
1: there maybe it's changing and I think as people get I, I'm getting older so I'm around people yeah. who are older and I think once you start to get into your like late 30s 40s mm-hmm. I think people want it less because they don't they want to feel good and I think that alcohol doesn't ultimately make you feel good I think that the narrative that it's great for your heart was I mean uh Dr. Aman mm-hmm. recently said on his his Instagram that that was you know propelled by the alcohol companies or like those, those, the, that narrative, you know what I mean? It's like,
0: it's good for your heart. I mean, so many things that are good for your heart. Yes. And there are lots of things that I've learned are bad for your skin.
1: Yes. I was
0: just about to say, let's talk about that. Well, it's been a week girl. I'll tell you. Um, so I guess like maybe two months ago, well, backing up a little bit more, I had had this sort of bump on the side of my head, which was like a small flesh colored bump. It just kind of like blended in whatever. Oh, like a pimple. I, yeah, it was, it looked like, well, before it changed, it was just kind of a flesh colored bump. Like it just kind of, I didn't pay a lot of attention to it. Like when I'd go in for my mold checks, like he'd look at it and be like, okay, fine. You know, and it, for like 15, 20 years, it was just the same. Then about two months ago, I noticed that it was getting irritated and like itchy mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, and it looked like it was getting like bigger, changing in size a little bit. And I'm like, like what, what's going on here? And then I said, okay, I need to go to the dermatologist. Cause I go in every six months to get my mole check. But as it turns out, because we're all busy working moms here or busy moms or just, you know, women who work and many work and all that you know, I forgot to make the appointment. I just like forgot. I, you know, p- school was starting. I was like getting my daughter ready for school. You know, it was just all the things. And finally, like three weeks ago, I was like, okay, I've got to make this appointment. Cause this thing is like b- now bothering me. It's itchy. Like I want to go get it checked. So I went in there. He did the mole check. He's like, you know what? Let's biopsy it. Let's just send it off to the lab and like double check. So I said, okay, fine. So that was a Thursday, not this past Thursday, but the Thursday of the week before Tuesday, I get a call from his office. The nurse was like, we found squamous cells in that slide, which I don't know if people know what squamous is. It's a form of skin cancer. It's not as um, deadly as melanoma. It's a little bit, I I guess, I don't know. I I don't want want to say on the milder success rate. Yeah. Right. It's got a higher success rate. It's not as invasive and like, you know, it doesn't spread as fast and all those things, which I'm grateful for, but you know, me Tamman, with my medical anxiety, Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Google, and I'm like going down the rabbit hole. So that was a Tuesday and they were like, yeah, we'd like to make an appointment for you to come back in and like, we can remove it. And so I said, uh, what do you have this week? I'm like, yeah. please give me in this week. So I, they got me in on that Thursday. So like two days after, and I had this thing called Mohs surgery, which basically they bring you in and they start cutting away layers of skin until, uh, yes, until you, they get clear uh, <laughs> You don't even do well with a sh- like no. getting your blood drawn, but you're okay with this. And to make matters worse, you're awake the whole time. And look, cutting right by the eye. I was like watching like what was happening over here to like the side of my face, freaking out. But I mean, it was fine. They, they deadened it first. And so basically they just keep cutting away layers of skin until they get clear margins and they keep checking it. Like you sit there in the office, they cut one layer. How long? So he actually, it was just the first go. So on the first cutaway, they found clear margins. So thank God that it was just one cut, you know? But still, I'm glad I got it done. I'm glad I didn't wait. Anymore. And it's still spread or is that That's no, like- now, now it's gone. So now it's like cut out and thank God, like no further treatment needed for this. Now what if you hadn't got it checked? That's the thing. If I hadn't gotten checked, it might've spread, you know? So that's the thing. That's why, like, if anybody is listening to this, please, please, please get your mole checks. It doesn't matter how fair you are, how dark you are, what kind of skin you have. Everybody needs to get a mole check because- any, uh, shade of color, any type of skin, it, it does not matter age. Like you just, you have to get your, your moles checked at least once a year. I mean, if not, twice. I haven't ever got them checked. You've never got it checked. No, but I don't have moles, but you know, is what? there a difference between moles and just like freckles? <laughs> <laughs> See, Cause that, I have freckles. <laughs> yes. See, that's a thing. Freckles. Like, so I've had in the past, I've had freckles removed that were they're called dysplastic nevi, I believe is the correct medical term. And it's sort of like a pre, 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 pre starting to look a little weird. Nothing is totally developed yet, but it could change into something bad. So they cut those off of me. But, um, I think, you know, I think anybody and everybody should get mole checked. I mean, mole. And when I say mole check, I mean like any, like, it, you know, could be a freckle, could be a mole, could be a bump, could be a pimple, mm-hmm. could be, you know, and they I'm say- looking now. Yes. Okay. Check your boobs. Look, <laughs> do you have freckly boobs? I have one weird thing right there, but no. Um. Well, and come to find out after all these checks, I didn't even realize I have a freckle down there on, on, my vagina. Vagina. on my vagina. Yeah. How do you not know that? Well, uh, I didn't know that. And then when I was in the gun, you had a gray hair in your vagina yet? I've not, but I have a freckle. I have a freckle. Had a, you haven't had a gray hair.
1: That's because you can't, there's no hair there. Yeah, that's true. That- <laughs> <laughs> but if you grew it back, there probably would be hair there.
0: <laughs> there probably would be. There probably would be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can get them even in your vagina. Just a word to the wise. Yeah, but some damage doesn't happen in vagina unless you're, you're out sun baking naked. Yes, exactly. That's the thing too. They said that what brought this on was the UVA and UVB rays from the sun that like, you know, and
1: I know you're going to say to me, like, I never, I see you on the beach, man. I do. I see you on the beach all the time in LA drinking wine and out. <laughs> and I'm like, I always think to myself, I'm like, you better be in a hat. And you're like, Hey, <laughs> and you're talking to me. Like, and I'm like, your face looks red. So don't give me that you have been in the sun.
0: Yes. No, I have.
1: Definitely
0: been in the sun, I'm have to give it up now. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. I, now I have to wear, and I'm going to be religious about this. Is I am going to wear sunscreen every day, and I am going to wear hats in the car. And you God, know, I because like, you get a lot of bad radiation in the car just driving. You know, like everything can kill you. Yes. So- <laughs> everything can kill you. And so, yeah, it was a little harrowing. I mean, I knew I was going to be okay last week, but I just. It's, it's still, still isn't it crazy that
1: like a lot of our friends have all had scares. We had a friend who had yeah, a cancer yeah. scare, like it's mm-hmm. a breast cancer scare. Like, you know, luckily we're so blessed to have insurance that, you know, it's so sad because on my film, you know, I was talking to some of the crew and they're just like, oh, we don't have insurance, it's just too expensive. So we just don't go to
0: the doctor. And I'm just like, oh my god, it makes me so angry. Yes. It's so unfair. It's so unfair. They had, um, it's, 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 it's a human right. Yes. It's an absolute human right. They, um, when I was in the office last week, one of the assistants was telling me that a girl came in the day before 30 years old, she had been, go- she didn't have proper health insurance. So she was going to like, kind of like, a, you know, I guess a less like, a, I don't even know if she's actually really going to the doctor. I think she probably just went into an ER wondering what was on her face and then ended up coming to my doctor. They said her whole face had the growth, like her whole forehead was covered skin and skin cancer. Yes. And they couldn't, she didn't do any, you know, I mean, she was 30 years old, like didn't have insurance. So were they able to remove it? Well, they had to, yeah, they had to do a very drastic surgery on her. Cause that's not something that's even like, you know, once it's that big and that spread, and it's just, it's human.
1: I don't understand it. it just yes. doesn't make any sense to me.
0: No, no. But it's also, I think it also goes to show like you should always also be really in tune with your body. Like if you notice changes and something doesn't feel right, you should go in, you know, go into the doctor. It's
1: funny. Cause I read a lot of books There's a book called the China study okay. and they talk about cancer and there's really not been anything. So cancer has to live in a perfect environment to grow. We all have cancer cells in our body and it just depends on how it grows. And you kind of have to have that perfect storm. That's why like someone will smoke and drink all the time and they'll never get cancer. And then somebody who doesn't might, it's because the person who's smoking and drinking doesn't have that perfect storm for that cancer to grow. You mm-hmm. might have to be smoking, drinking and have a history of it, or be eating like tons of, cause they've said that the only, the only thing that has been actually directly linked to cancer cells growing out of everything that they've studied is processed meats like mm. ham bologna it's the only thing that they have been able to link to cancer scale uh, to cancer growing but some people eat that all the time and they don't get cancer right. again because it has to be that perfect storm for those cancer cells to grow so it's like for me i just think try to limit the things that you can mm-hmm. that you know have some correlation with cancer, like the sun exposure. And Mm -hmm. again, these deli meats and, you know, I don't love the idea of putting my phone to my head. That seems, Mm -mm. doesn't seem like a healthy thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, eating a lot more fruits and vegetables,
0: moving my body,
1: not being stagnant. That seems to make a lot of sense.
0: Yes. And getting rest too at night, because you need that sleep to repair your body, you know, from the day and all the free radicals and all those kinds of things that have like entered the the picture all day the long chat. yeah that have entered the chat <laughs> um so yeah so that was that was scary but I am glad that again I'm okay and caught it early enough and I'm mm-hmm. grateful for that you know I'm glad you're okay too although
1: you didn't tell me until like you're getting it removed Because <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I literally... I'm like hey bitch <laughs> like what but can I tell you when I you get
0: know- diagnosed with cancer <laughs> can you tell me <laughs> I did tell you first. I did. Uh,
1: I don't know if you told me you were like, I have a procedure. And I was like, (laughs) what procedure? And you're like, oh yeah, that little old procedure. I'm like, yeah,
0: they're just going to cut my skin out. It's fine. Totally fine. Totally fine. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I had just found out the day before. So I definitely told you within 24 hours. Okay. Wow. I
1: need earlier. (laughs)
0: oh speaking of cancer i wanted to ask you this because people do think he's a cancer what about this kanye west stuff with the anti-semitic comments and horrific i mean it's horrific right and you know it's it's really sad because he
1: said that you know i can say anything anti-semitic i want Mm -hmm. and Adidas I say Adidas It's Australian Adidas I don't know what you guys <laughs> Adidas Adidas, Adidas when you say Adidas it. Adidas Adidas, Adidas. drop me now what mm-hmm. and I really think that I know money makes the world go around but there's a moment where you choose your moral compass and Adidas Adidas is looking at themselves in the mirror right now mm-hmm. and they have a moral obligation mm-hmm. To make a decision to cut ties with him, and if they don't, they choose money. They chose money, mm-hmm. and everyone will remember that. Yes, and they're in a position now where the world is watching, and they were not making. They were they were at a loss in the U.S. financially mm-hmm. until Kanye West brand came on board, and now they're making two billion dollars. Per year from Kanye West brand. So yeah, of course it's, you know, there's definitely some emergency meetings going on right now, but it's going to have to, someone higher up is going to have to say, we choose, we choose to be better than this.
0: Yes. Yes. I mean, it can, because as of our recording time today, Adidas has not said anything yet. So it will be interesting to see what they say because they're obviously his number one sort of collaboration um that he's doing and if they don't say anything that kind of makes them complicit doesn't it like if they don't say anything or they don't give a comment it's sort of like well maybe to them that that it's okay and it's acceptable what he's doing so it'll be interesting to see what they do i know they said that his agency dropped him today Mm -hmm. Um, so there are like definitely effects going on, um, you know, repercussions. There has to be
1: repercussions.
0: Yes. Yes. But do you think even with all the repercussions, just based on where he is at mentally, do you think it's going to help or do you think that there needs to be further, you know, like
1: further? I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to change him or help in any way, but I think it's Mm -hmm. going to show the world that. adidas (laughs) (laughs) Adidas <laughs> <laughs> um I want to say Adidas so bad Adidas Adidas say they, they were on the right side of history you know and it's at some point you have to make the right decision but I don't think that's going to change him in any way and I think he's very mentally ill and it's mm-hmm. sad to watch and we as a culture keeps feeding that mental illness, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. we're giving it so much attention. That's what they say about shooters. Like, you know, in these school shootings, don't say their name, don't Mm. give them notoriety, don't show their faces because it's what they want. It's what they feed off. And someone who Mm -hmm. is a true narcissist feeds off attention, whether it's Mm -hmm. good or bad, you feel like you're holier than thou. And that's what he needs to fuel his fire. So stop giving him the fuel.
0: Yeah. So you're right. And it's like, people are almost entertained by it because they open up their Instagram or their Twitter every morning. And they're like, what did he do now? You know? And it's almost like, it, yeah, right. It's turned into like a form of entertainment for people. And it just, it isn't, it isn't entertaining. And I think what he's doing is really dangerous because as you probably saw this past weekend in Los Angeles on the four or five freeway, There were Mm -hmm. people with like anti-Semitic signs, you know, doing the Nazi salute. And it's like, that is scary that that is now becoming a bigger thing. And it's like, you know, people are just out in the open doing that, you know, just when I feel like humanity
1: (laughs) (laughs) has come to a better place (laughs) and it can't get worse, but Look, the people who are doing that are sick, hurt people, hurt mm-hmm. people. The mm-hmm. fastest pipeline, unhappiness is the fastest pipeline. to hate these people who are uneducated. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I don't blame the people who are doing it because I think that they're just, again, not educated enough to understand really what's going on. I blame the people that are, that are in the, in the positions of power that are allowing it to continue. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. You know? in- Yes. And he, you know, he puts his own narrative out. He says, oh, I'm a genius. And like, you know, says all these things. Through the form of a narcissist.
1: Yes. And I also think he could have both. I think he could also be a genius in certain mm-hmm. ways and also be bipolar and mentally ill. And a lot of geniuses are. Mm-hmm. Um, historically, you know, a lot of Renaissance painters were mentally ill. You know, it's kind of, it kind of goes with the territory sometimes, yeah. but- when it starts to get dangerous and and we're getting to a point where we have to shut it down mm-hmm. or the people that follow him that don't know any better mm-hmm. uh, are going to keep rising and we're not going to have enough ways to stop it you know, I don't, I, it it gets, it scares me to think what could happen just when I think it can't get worse. This would never
0: happen. Mm -hmm. It just starts to get worse. Yes. It starts to get worse. And the thing is too, people take everything he says, literally, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So like, let's say even if he is spouting off and just trying to be like, you know, provocative or what have you, there are people who literally take his word for Bible. So it's like. He cannot be dan- You cannot, when you're, when you are a public figure like that, with that level of, you know, following and the people that are watching you, you cannot be sloppy with your words yeah. in that way, you know, because people will take them literally, you know, yeah. it's so scary. It's so scary. Hopefully. I mean, oh, Roxy
1: Soxy between my sober living, your skin's <laughs> cancer, <laughs> Kanye West. Could this episode get any more interesting?
0: I know. Gosh, we're just bright rays of sunshine today, aren't we? We are, but we're gonna try to get in the studio soon. So yeah. we'll be in person together.
1: it's 4 46 and it's getting dark outside. Does it make you get depressed? Does it give you seasonal? I didn't really understand seasonal depression because I've been living in the sunshine between Australia and here for two and a half years. So I was like, what do you mean cold? Um, but
0: like, it kind of gets dark later and I get a little sad. Yes. I, I, that is like the one thing that I probably dislike the most about this season going into it is that when it becomes dark so early, I feel like, you know, it changes your mood. It changes your mood. And it like, you know, you get like more into that, like wind down mode, but it's like, you need the sun too, as much as we shouldn't be sunbathing in the sun. We do need the sun. To just
1: come to, through our windows.
0: Yes. To come through our windows, to brighten our day, you know? And it is, I, I, I feel like I do get seasonal, like seasonal blues, I'd say. Yeah. There's know. this,
1: Um. I was watching this TikTok and there's this place in, in America that's, mm-hmm. that's North and they have darkness for three months. It's oh. called the polar. I don't know what's it's called the polar. Is it the North
0: like, Pole where Santa lives?
1: I was <laughs> Santa! He's there in the dark. I can't remember exactly what it is. But if you look it up, uh three months of darkness, they have. Wow. Three yeah. three months. See, I could do like three months of straight. But then they have three months of because I remember being in Sweden. Yes, and they have three um, months. Around of light. winter, and it was it, it would get it would get light at 30 12, and by 2 p.m. it would be dark. <gasps> But then when I was in London in the summer,
0: it would be 1130 at night and it would be bright still see that I could do like I could do like around the clock brightness, but when it gets dark, like, and there's no sun, that's just straight up depressing. I don't like the
1: bright though for two, like, I don't like it till 11 PM. I'm like, it's time to go to bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but that means I can stay out longer and I don't feel so bad. I'm like,
1: oh, stay not when you're so curious, your body tells you to get to sleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good point good point good
1: point. I this chat with you, and i love you lots and i hope i get to see yes. you soon. and guys please write in and text and dm and tell us yes. the people that you're going to want us to see and what you want us to talk about because we love you we do
0: yes we love you and don't forget to rate subscribe and comment on your favorite podcast app so we
1: yes ma'am Bringing you all
0: the goodness.
1: All the goodness. And I am Damon and And I am then Oh, we didn't tell everyone where they could find us. I think that they know at this point. If they're listening, they're like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I official. i want <laughs> to tell our guests, we're over it. You know what we should do? We should just record the ending. So we don't have to say yes. it anymore. <laughs> we should be like, bye to our guests. And then it will kick in.
0: <laughs> so they don't have to listen to the whole.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to do starting okay. next week okay okay okay. <laughs> yeah. okay sounds good sounds key so um my film gave me so they give you a um they give you a per diem every week and they give it to you in the form of cash because that's Ooh. when you're supposed to buy your food and stuff like that so i just save it and now i've got cash that so i'm gonna go to
0: target and go spend <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the dream i mean oh, yeah target you'll come away with like a nightgown a loaf of bread yeah. some milk and like some like Face wash, I love it because you never know when you're gonna some get some
1: clips for my hair <laughs> yeah, and
0: like just it. random stuff. Yes, yeah, it's the best. You're like, what else do Target I? So great. <laughs> you
1: know the one thing that I miss when I'm in Australia is Target. <laughs> Wait, did they
0: not have Target?
1: Not like we do.
0: It's
1: not the same. Is it, like, it really isn't the same?
0: It's not, is it called Target? Like is it, it is called
1: Target? <laughs> Think Target. Fifteen years ago,
0: <gasps> oh,
1: wow. you know when it was kind of like yeah. oh like Walmart. Yes. Yes. Was like, you know, you might, if you scrounge, like if you really look for something cute, you might find something cute. Whereas now it's like, everything's cute. Yes. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. It's a the place thing to- of it like Walmart. We should just call it Walmart. in Australia. <laughs> Tell it what it really is. You know, and I don't like the oh. fact that and I'm going to Australia and I'm very excited for so many reasons, but like last night I was like, oh, I need Nespresso pods for the morning. And I ordered it at 10.30 last night and at 5 a.m. it showed up at my door. <laughs>
0: and I was like, I love America. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, consumerism. The- <laughs> right? All about the modern day conveniences. Oh, guys. I love it. Oh, it's so easy. So easy. So easy.
1: Oh, well. So easy. Okay, Roxy Suxi. Love you guys. Great. We will speak soon. Bye. I am Taman Sursok.
0: And I am Roxy Manny, And we are... <gasps> when me oh ha ha